Um, hello, this is Brayden Servania on the Haya Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening in, tuning in. Um, I am a man who loves joy and loves to be filled with joy. So I hope to be this infectious joy that you get to listen to uh, weekly. If you choose to listen to it weekly, if, you've, if you're just tuning in, welcome. Thank you for coming. And um, I hope, I hope you, you take the initiative into sharing what I, what I do here. This is something that I love to do, where I just talk with friends, make new friends, um, catch up with new friends, and, and share it with the world, share it with you, you the listener. Um, today, I'll be talking with my friend, Josh Rodriguez. He's, he's one of my favorite people in this world. He's been a huge influence on me, just as a human being, an inspiration to me. Um, somebody who loves well and um, wants and, and pursues love well. So, without further ado, here we are. Yo! Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Awesome, dude. Thanks for being on here. It was so, like, it was so spontaneous, too. I, like, literally texted you eight hours ago and was yeah. like, hey, you want to be on a podcast? And you're like, yeah, can we do it in eight hours? <laughs> <laughs> How um, you doing, dude? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm in. I'm. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been in a, like, a long two to three year journey of just inner healing. For real. And I've been spending the past year just enjoying the peace that I have now. That's really good. Yeah. So, um, just like freedom, peace, and and I don't know, gratitude, joy. I don't yeah. know which one. But all those things, all put in together, and just you know where my life is right now. My failures are not my identity anymore. Basically, that's great. Yeah, yeah. The whole philosophy of taking it, taking every day one step at a time, and seriously, um, that's what you got to do. Enjoying the present, not being afraid of the future or grieving for the past. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just what it is right now. That's super cool, dude. I'm really glad to hear yeah. that. Yeah, man. I mean, it's been what I've been wanting to pursue, but it's easier said than done, like everybody mm-hmm. said. Uh, and and I got there. I mean, I I I would say I I've been there. It's just been like, it's been, what's the word? A process? It's been, no, no, no. Like, because like before it was like it was um, it was work, and now it's just like automatic. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, nice. it's been um, it's been easier, I guess. I don't know what the word would be. There's a word for it, though. I know there's a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, all things considered. Um. Yeah, 2020 has been wild, but moved to Long Beach, um, and that's honestly it's been super nice here. Um, I got engaged. Yes, um, yeah, and my fiance is awesome. Um, <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's been just really nice. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but we actually moved in together back in January. No, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. It's been like, I I wasn't sure exactly how it was going to go, but 
I felt it was the right timing and I knew that I wanted to marry this person. And I, as soon as we like just started living together, it's been, it's kind of like I get to spend every day with like my best friend. Well, actually, yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. What it is. Yeah. As cliche as it is, it's the truth, man. It's the mm-hmm. truth. That's why it's cliche because everybody knows that how truthful that is. I mean, I hope it's true for everybody. I know a lot, a lot of people that's not the case, unfortunately. Right. right. Yeah. I, I struck out. I mean, <laughs> struck gold, not not struck out. <laughs> Man, I sound bad. No. no. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, I'm super, very happy. Um, but with the, with the whole 2020, it's been difficult to just... I haven't been depressed, which is good, but I've just been very, I don't know, losing hope in the nation. And I think it's just reminded me that um, just as like children of God, the nation of God is what nation we kind of want to follow. Well, yeah, it's exactly what we want to follow. Yeah, exactly. And then we just try to bring his love into our nation and then... Mm whether it stays afloat or not, we're just going to do our best to just keep spreading the love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I always, ever since I became a Christian, cause like I've given up on, on this country before I was a Christian. Right. Nice. And then <laughs> I became, and then I became one like literally when I became one, uh, I actually, I almost denounced my faith because of Brandon Brackett. Cause he would always <laughs> talk about like, dude, like I don't want to be Christian if this was what Christian Christianity looks like. Yeah. Um, if, but, if it looks like Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like I'm talking more like politics. This was like early Brandon Christian years, right? Right, but, right. Um, coming. I mean, he's... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Going further into my faith, I realized like, even though I denounce my faith in this country, I, I, I don't denounce my faith in, in God. And Hell so yeah. the nation that I believe in shouldn't be Americanism. Mm-hmm. It should it should really be um, actually it should be the nation of love, nation of kindness and, and goodness, right? Yeah, for real. So that's I why, think, I like, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think over the years Brandon's gotten better. I yeah. mean, he's he's switched parties to libertarian, and like, yeah. so he's less hardcore conservative, uh, <laughs> but part of him still is, and uh-huh. he's starting to get like the social things, like he's cool with letting um like gay people marry uh which i would hope he'd be cool with that uh right no that should have been given yeah i don't know if he's gay affirming or not or anything like that um but yeah he's all for like those kind of rights and everything um but i think like financially he still like leans uh kind of republican right economically mm -hmm, and that kind of thing but i've been managing to help him uh I've been doing what I can to help like him see a different side to things. Cause as you know, I'm like super liberal. Um, right. But, and I think little by little, he's like, listened to that kind of stuff. Um, like for example, um, he thought when someone says they get triggered, um, he thought it was just them kind of doing like a cop out of a situation. Um, which I can understand why he would think that. But then I told him how uh, if you think about people who 
survived sexual abuse. Um, and then they think they are able to hear, like the, in some cases they're listening to people give their own sexual abuse testimonies. And then um, there have been times when people just start busting down crying uncontrollably because they were triggered and they didn't even realize it. And so that's why I told him like, trigger warnings are necessary. And he was like, oh, oh, I, I didn't realize. You bring up a good yeah. point. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mean to get off topic. No, no, this is the point. That's the whole point of the podcast, bro. Sweet. I'm and, sorry uh, I have not started listening yet. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, no, no. You don't, you, I'd, I've, I've looked at the demographics of my, um, of my podcast and yeah, I was like, fun. the first episode did really well. And then I, I like did not get, I did not retain any like established audience after it's like, oh, yeah, it's hard to keep them. Probably bad. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. But, no, I and I'm not even advertising it or anything. I, I've kind of realized it's or not realized, but I kind of I'm kind of using the podcast as like an album of conversations with my really close friends. That's cool. And new and friends too. Yeah. So it's mainly like done for you, right? Uh well it's done for me, but also like in the hopes that other people will enjoy it too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did I tell you, uh, Alexis, we're doing a podcast too? No, you didn't tell me. You, I first heard about it through text. Oh, today. I thought I told you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're she, fine. she and her sister started a podcast um, uh, um, a couple months back. Uh, and they've, they're diving into all things spooky, all things true crime, all things like urban legend. Uh, uh, yeah, it's called Nope, I'm Scared. And nope. I completely understand... Uh, where like the first episode gets a lot of traction and then it starts to die down a little bit. Um, yeah. But they're managing to keep some listeners going. I think, yes. Oh, a couple days ago, they were at 69 listens. Nice. Wow. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they're going pretty good. I just wanted to say 69. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. Nice. But I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah. Eventually I plan on advertising my, um, my playlist. I'm not my playlist, my, my podcast, but nice but That's also, exciting, also i was gonna say um so like when we we're talking about politics like with my whole views of polit politics i I, w I typically would find myself in the middle yeah um and then but like when i have conversations so like i'm also a devil's advocate so <laughs> so whenever i like i'm talking to my conservative friends i'll like play the liberal or when i'm talking to my liberal friends i'll play the conservative that doesn't surprise but, me that you're doing that at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, I could just see Isaac getting frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because then after 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 you know having the conversation with if I if I was to have the conversation with Isaac, I would like. But in all honesty, <laughs> Isaac, I actually agree with the majority of things you're talking about. <laughs> or like, and then you'd probably be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, but like, so I'm I'm bringing that up because I'll I'll have these conversations with my brother, and and when I he doesn't he doesn't get that he doesn't get that I play devil's advocate, and so like, okay. if I like, if I switch just to to like agreeing with him, he gets th super thrown off guard. He thinks I'm just like trying to, <laughs> he thinks I'm trying to like yeah, what's it called? He thinks I'm being stupid. He thinks I'm being stupid, or That's or funny. he thinks, or he thinks that um, oh, what, what, what's the other one? I, I, I'm I'm sticking with thinking I'm I'm stupid, or he thinks that <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, like uh, what's oh what is it? 
the thing like, you do when you um kissing you, up. Like, yeah or no the thing you do when you like you begin to agree or yeah when you begin to agree like you uh, you're, you're understanding the person and you're like oh wait i actually agree with that whatever that is there's a word for that there is a word for that do i know it no yeah um so then so like <laughs> so what i'm having a conversation with my brother because he doesn't get it i'd be like bradley we literally think the same way the only difference is that i'm christian and you're not and he's like no you're being stupid <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah but this is good though this is good i'm glad that i, I don't i don't mean to like re- talk about politics the entire conversation nah, dude, it's I, cool with me i've actually been wanting to talk to you about it because i don't have a lot of liberal friends Oh really? And, right. Yeah, I don't. But I do. I listen to a lot of liberal like content. Yeah. And and my hardest thing with like liberal content, and this is why I like talk to my brother about it. Um, my hardest thing with liberal content is that it's 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 super surface level, and it's not like high quality. You know, like yeah. I don't know how I don't know how um, invested you are with politics, but I there's like this uh, uh, there's this uh this um overall or universal there it is there's this universal agreement that mainstream content isn't like good news no not at all yeah right so like i've been looking for um non-mainstream that's good and, like, local not, yeah mainly local stuff right mm-hmm. and um i i typically stick to youtube like when i when it comes to finding content and i feel like that's not, that's not the the best place to find liberal content because a lot of <laughs> Dude, a lot of liberals are, are like they they stick with the the normal fall- fallacies of an argument with like ad hominems and mm. um, uh, what's the other one? There's another one that they that a lot of a lot uh, of people use. Let me look up logical fallacies. Uh, so logical foul. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe red herrings. Slippery slope. Hasty generalization. There's uh, that one. I hear that one a lot. Even but then, but the they first... also. What mm. I like though about liberals is that they will catch conservatives doing that a lot too. So oh that's yeah, something that's something that I like about liberals. Um, but yeah, just going back to content wise, and then I also like there's a, a confirmation bias is also another one. Mm. Um, not just like liberals, but conservatives too. Yes. Um, just so I'm on the same page, I'm not entirely sure what confirmation bias is. Oh, um, uh, confirm. Okay, so confirmation bias. Um, is that one of the fallacies? No, it's it. not. It's a it's a psychological thing. So confirmation okay. bias is like um, when you're looking for something when you when you have a belief in your head and you're looking for people to agree with you. Ah, oh, like anti vaxxers right? or like echo chambers. Okay, right. So, like um, an example is when somebody somebody wants to. Uh, racism would be a good example like somebody being racist so then um you're looking so a, a racist person is looking for another person to agree with their racism oh so like when all those people are that are anti uh, black lives matter find a video of a black guy saying hey don't do black lives matter is right. that ca- it it could well so it, it could be a um it could be a symptom of com- confirmation bias it just depends on like the amount of information that they choose to receive. Uh, so like if you like if you look at that and then say, Oh, 
uh, racism isn't bad. And instead of like actually looking at the content, then that would be confirmation bias. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope people don't say racism isn't bad, but I know people <laughs> are saying that. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So I wanted to talk to you or be, because you're a liberal person. Mm-hmm. Because I've been looking for, I've been looking for resources, like really like peer reviewed or even like solid resources about, or not about, but on liberal, on liberal ideologies. Okay. Um, I've been asking my brother, right. And what I do with my brother is like, I'll share him something that I like, Hey, this is, this is the, this is the kind of information that I enjoy digging into. Can you share me some of yours? And and he would be like, I don't know, because like he would just share me stuff like um, the Daily Show and yeah. the late, uh, what is it, the John Oliver Show, which I like. I like those shows, but to me, they they feel more like entertainment than like good quality. Um, what's it called? Good quality content. Content, yeah, because because a lot of the time, I feel like you know shows like the Late Show or the Daily Show. Um, or like the Colbert Report, some of it, some of it feels like um, it feels like forced news or like forced commentary, mm. just so that they can create um, like an episode, or yeah, or even yeah, or just entertainment. Um, and so like, or or it goes into like the echo chamber idea too. And so like, I, I really like, um, I also really like political theory though. So I'm not really into policies as much as I am into like political theory. Do you know what that is? Uh, is it like the, the political spectrum, like looking at conservatism, progressivism, Marxism, that kind of right. stuff? It, yeah, political theory. That's like in the same realm, like com- the political compass. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool, actually. So that's what I'm really into. And I guess like I didn't realize that when I was talking to my brother about it until like after we got into an argument. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, because I would be, <laughs> I would be talking to him about political theory and then he'd be like, Brandon, that's not politics. I was like, but it is because it's, politi- <laughs> I'm talking about political theory. I'm like the, the different spectrums of cultural, economical, and um, what did I say? Cultural, economical. There's another one. Cultural, economical. Socioeconomic. Uh, Socio something, anthropological, and yeah, I'm just uh, and spectrum, at this point. spectrums of po- po- pol- politics, and and then he'd be le- and he would be more in, um, he'd be more invested in just like practical policies. Mm. So, just the I, politics uh, that's happening right now. Yeah, exactly. Where for me, I'm more of like big picture kind of person. Yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah, that's why. That's also why I would call myself in the middle because I feel like a lot of a lot of people who are into politics um, listen more. Uh, listen to I don't know which word it is. They listen. They listen. They listen to their confirmation biases. Yeah, I'm. I know I'm guilty of that because um, I will hear things like uh, Trump said something racist, and I'd be like. Well, yeah, that's Trump because he's a racist asshole. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then I like I won't exactly look into it. I won't look into the context of it because I just like accept that Trump is uh, racist. 
so yeah, that is me look doing being guilty of the confirmation bias. Um, right. Now I have looked into uh, contexts of different situations where he's said something racist. Um, Cause I actually had a conversation with Brandon and Isaac where they're like, uh, they phrased it horribly at the beginning. They said, Trump is a racist. And then I got all triggered. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> uh, and then they were like, no, no, no. He's ignorantly racist and not blatantly. And I, and I was thinking, no, I think he's both ignorant and blatantly racist. Right. Um, and I found an example of that. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, I mean, if you look at the interview he was having with, uh, it was towards a couple months after the pandemic began. I think this was in May. Um, and there was a reporter talking to him, uh, questioning him about just stuff he hasn't done. And uh, she, he says to her, he's like, hey, do you know who you should ask? You should go ask China about that. And she, have you seen oh. this? No, um, I probably have actually. I probably have seen this. And the woman pauses and she's saying, why are you saying that to me? Is are you specifically saying that to me? Because she was, um, I was guessing some sort of uh, one of the Eastern Asians uh, kind of ethnicities, um, right. possibly Korean, maybe Japanese, Chinese, uh, kind of lighter skin. Um, mm -hmm. And so she was like, oh, hell no. Um, and so that, that I would say is blatantly racist. Right. Um, so, oh yes, I said that because of confirmation bias. Yeah. So I'm guilty and also not guilty sometimes, but <laughs> unfortunately more so guilty. And I'm willing to admit that because that's something I got to work on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do you, I mean, you could just like, after, after this podcast, you can just send me some resources, but that was just something that I really would appreciate because a lot of my liberal friends, I had a, I had a friend who's like pretty into politics. Like he kind of got me into politics. Yeah. And he told, uh, I don't, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but he told me, um, he told me a lot of, a lot of like intellectual liberals are typically dropouts from Berkeley. Oof. Are now depressed. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, <no>. man. <laughs> That didn't really give me a lot of hope to like find a lot <laughs> <laughs> to find some resources because like I mean I do okay so I do have a friend who like fits that description. <laughs> it's a stereotype, yeah. Right, yeah. I do have a friend who fits that description, but like his his ideologies are so radical. I'm like really? I don't want to I don't want to read your your resources because you want to. He comes he comes from a place he comes from a place of brokenness though too, but okay. like he. He firmly believes, like, if, um, it, like, he firmly believes if we want to get rid of, like, the really bad people, we should just kill them. We oh, should just kill those no. people. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's a no. I was, dude, the conversation I had with him was so radical. And I'm like, why am I still in this conversation with him? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, should I have a social worker present while I'm talking to him? <laughs> I mean, it was a group of us talking, but so someone I, taking I felt, notes. I felt safe. I felt safe, but I did not. <laughs> I did not feel safe being alone with him after that. Interesting, man. That's uh, nuts. <laughs> so, specifically, what type of people did he say should be killed? 
I, I don't remember the conversation. I kind of blocked the conversation in my mind. <laughs> I don't blame I, you, dude. Like after I heard that, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want your worldviews. <laughs> nope, I'm out. No, I love political theory. I want. I would love to understand why you think the way you think, but <laughs> I, I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's an like, extremist view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Radical. Definitely. Um, so when you were asking me about like what resources I can share, um, d- would it help if I gave you kind of examples of politicians that I really appreciate in terms of yeah, like, their yeah, ideology? That's what, um, that's what a lot of people will, will typically do. Um, right. Well, for me, there is the homegirl de- uh, default that I always go to AOC. AOC. I, I, I do a lot of AOC. You're, you're Gucci, bro. You don't have to give me that one. My brother's <laughs> like, my so my brother's probably the same spectrum as you because he calls AOC like wife material. <laughs> oh man! I was like, so when I was in the phase of like trying to get him to give me content, um, I would be like, hey, what are your thoughts on AOC? And, and he like, like he, yeah, yeah, and he sent me like three videos about AOC and then her documentary on Netflix. <laughs> Dude, I still need to watch that. I have it on my uh, watch list. Yeah, I was I, I watched it. I watched it. I, I kind of um I I actually really liked it. I thought it was really empowering, but I also thought it was pretty repetitive. Interesting. Like, um I don't know. There Is wasn't it... new it, it's just like I saw the, I saw where the where the plot line was going and then she just like kept on giving me narrative the same narrative hmm. it felt like. But so I stopped at the middle of it because I'm like, this is the same this is a different person with the same narrative. Um, so I'm just like, if this is what it's going to look like, I haven't finished it yet. Gotcha. But I, I had to take a break because it felt like it just felt repetitive. Well, she may be a good politician, but maybe not the best uh, narrative storyteller. Or, or I'm just really good at being an English major. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mm, three X structure. I ain't seeing it now. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, I really, I get it. Jeez. Feminism. <laughs> oh man, but um, yeah, I I'm a big fan of hers because of the yeah her empowerment to women. Um, every time that some guy tries to sexualize her, besides like I know when your brother says waifu, it's not necessarily being sex sexualizing her. It's just being like, oh, I want a woman like that to marry. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the guys. Uh, Typically, the uh, conservatives, uh, straight white males um, that like watch Tucker Carlson at 9 a.m. or p.m., they'll look at AOC and, um, oh gosh, there was a group of frat boys that had a paper cutout of AOC and started making out with it. Oh no, I think they were in a high school even and they got in trouble. Um, so the fact that she faces so much adversity and even on the Senate floor, um, she no 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 she's a congresswoman uh, on the congress floor. Um, when oh there's this guy named Yoho who said something like super uh, misogynistic to her, and she was like oh hell no, um, and she gave this speech that was just like pointing out like everything he said and the fact that like she's repeating all this so she could represent uh, all the women out there and tell like especially little girls could see hey don't put up with this shit. Uh, am I allowed to cuss? I don't care. I, I'm not going to cuss. 
that's fine. Unless I get really heated, which I did when I was talking with Isaac in the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I got to listen to that episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I really – so, yeah, I really appreciate her uh, progressive view um, efforts towards feminism, towards uh, dismantling the patriarchy, because I still think that the U.S. is in a patriarchal system, even though it's it's getting better. It's like how – racism is still rampant in the in the country but it's getting better slowly um and i appreciate how much of an effort she puts towards having a um clean environment so we don't have to worry about co2 levels um getting higher and higher and the ocean levels getting higher and then the ice caps melting um that's all important and a lot of people aren't caring about that uh politicians because that's 10 years from now not in the now and they want to be reelected. Um, so I really appreciate how she holds people accountable. She holds uh, people who are making way too much money accountable, uh, making sure that things are not targeting like, oh gosh, did you see the um, in the questioning she was doing against Zuckerberg uh, like sometime last year, I think it was? Oh yeah, I I actually saw that on YouTube, but I wasn't invested enough to keep on listening. Yeah, well, she was like calling out Zuckerberg with all the um, different ways that people could exploit um, the advertising, especially if um, because so many politicians try to prevent a lot of black people from going to the polls because they're going to be like, "Hey, we want a representation. We're going to vote for this person," which is not them. Uh, she, AOC pointed out to Zuckerberg that someone could buy ad slot to showcase that the polling time and location is a different day than when it actually is. Therefore, oh, and they could have it target certain areas that are uh, demographically seen as black neighborhoods or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, redlining. To... What's up? So they're redlining. Yeah, exactly. Did you- digitally and Zuckerberg just was like oh lying is bad but uh and she's like okay so you're not gonna take it down next question um (laughs) and she's pretty cheeky I feel like I get sort of like Jesus talking to Pharisee vibes because Jesus was a bit of a cheeky wanker um yeah yeah. (laughs) and I love that about him he calls people out the way Mm -hmm. it is um and so there's a lot of that uh, calling people out attitude in AOC and she cares about um, communities that are lesser off because that's where she came from. Uh, and I just really have a ton of respect for her. Um, was there anything you wanted to add before I go on to the next person or? Uh, there was a question I wanted to ask, but go for I really lost it. Let me try to come back to it. Hold on. Um, you're talking about AOC and, oh, the patriarchy. Um, ah, I had a feeling you might comment on that. Yeah. What is, um, so I have a, like my, my understanding of the patriarchy because I want to understand your, you, your, your perspective. Yeah. Cause it might, it might go deeper than mine. It probably is going to be going deeper because I don't really have a lot of perspective on it. And I'm glad you said perspective because everything I'm not, I'm saying is not fact. It is my opinion. Right. Um, right. And I never want to come across as like, oh, everything I'm saying is 100% truth, because then I'm just going to be uh, ethnocentric. 
right. and an asshole, probably. Ethnocentric. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, never mind. So uh, the patriarchy, my understanding of the patriarchy is, um, you know, you have it. It's kind of like the, the class system, a caste system within um, within a family. So patriarchy for me is is more of a of a familial definition where you have um, one person leading. It doesn't have to be the father; it could be the mother. Mm. You have one person being the you know the lead of the household, and then the other one being the support, and then it goes from there. Um, I see. What is the what is the, and then like, and it's also interchangeable. I think it can be interchangeable depending on seasons. Gotcha. Um, what, do, what do you mean when you say patriarchy? Okay. Um, so I'll tell you, but have you ever heard of the word matriarchy? I know what a mat- mat- matriarchy is basically. So my understanding of matriarchy and patriarchy is like a patriarchy is more of a father. Matriarchy is more of a mother. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, so it's not in, it's not just uh, familial. It also goes deep into just the roots of how the society is run and even government sometimes. Because, uh, oh gosh, I was going through the Dungeon Master's Guide for D&D. Um, and it had a list of like all the different governor, um, gov- type of governments that you could have a nation be. Um, mm-hmm. And it listed patriarchy and matriarchy in two separate ways. It was listing patriarchy as uh, a government system that is run solely uh, by men or that was rooted and started as a system run by men. Um, And the opposite would be matriarchy um, where it's run by women. Yeah. um, I forgot. I should have said that. I I knew that part too because of Rick and Morty. So. Oh, gotcha. And yeah, they also gave the example that um, in typical D&D lore, which a lot of typical D&D lore is kind of filled with racism and colonialism, uh, but that, a lot of right. it's getting changed for the better. But um, also D&D is based on medieval times. So like that's a typical, you know, um, I don't know, a typical lore when it comes to a medieval lore. Yeah, uh, if you, if you want to go like... Uh, old school historical um, medieval times, then yeah, you would be, uh, your party would be possibly just trying to like, if if you have a party of like all uh, women characters, then they would be trying to just uh, make their way through the patriarchal society, just trying to get a hold, get like footholds, um, have their own representation, and right, right. it would be much harder. Um, but I was saying like, typically, in D&D lore, the drow are, is a matriarchy. They have all the women run the society and all the men are a sub, like sub, sub elf. Cause they're <laughs> right. not human. Um, they're less than the female drow. Um, and going back to the family stuff. Uh, yeah. In a patriarchal society that I think we're slowly coming out of, um, men run everything and women are seen as lesser. Um, And hell, even children sometimes get more rights than women in these days. Um, And like there are oftentimes where mansplaining is there, of course, uh, because men think they're smarter than women and they feel like they have to explain. Not all men, of course. Um, But 
and yeah, there are, and just look at the glass ceiling. Uh, women are still getting paid less than men for the same exact job. Um, and I think that's bullshit. Right. Uh, and there, yeah, it's subtle ways that still men keep holding their power over women to live in the very slightest ways oppress. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I think that's stuff that needs to be dismantled. I think, and I've had a conversation with um, Brandon Brackett about this because uh, he still, I think he's more fundamentalist when it comes to um, translations of the Bible. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a fundamentalist is right. Yeah, I know. a fundamentalist. Okay. Just clarifying. Because um, yeah, he was like my view on like just family structure is that uh, it's a co-leadership. If one partner wants the other to be more of a leader, that's cool with me. And that's something in between them. And as long as they're respecting God, then I'm cool with that. Um, mm -hmm. But I like the, the idea of it being interchangeable, like you were saying, or just being both taking the lead at the same right. time. Um, and I, so, I would go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think, I don't think that's possible for two people to lead at the same time. Like, okay. I, I couldn't. So like, you know, think of a leading a conversation. Yeah. Can, can, <laughs> can, can one person, can both people in the conversation lead the conversation? If, you know, the, if both of them, like, cause for you to lead a conversation, you have to be the one talking. Or I would so have to for, be talking at the same time you are. Exactly. So like, I, there's an example. My, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I feel like it just makes it more complicated if two people are leading each other. I think it's better for if, – if that was the case, I feel like it would just be better for both of them to lead themselves. Okay, and then together. supporting the other in a right, way. Exactly. Yeah. That's what See, you're trying to say. I, can, I, can, I think that is what I'm saying. But that, that to me is interchangeable. That's what I mean by interchangeability. Yeah, <laughs> I, I figured that's what you meant. Uh, and I was trying to say that's what you were saying, but maybe yeah. I didn't convey that. Um, so, yeah, I think just the titles uh, you might have wrong in terms of what patriarchy and matriarchy is. But um, that, right, well, I think we're on the same page of what we yeah. want it to be. Yeah, I am. Um, I definitely. Well, when, and then the whole like explanation of matriarchy, patriarchy. I'm just going to say this because of my pride, but I already knew those things. Well, what the? <laughs> then what? I, I I just let you I just let you keep going because um, uh, I don't know because you, you wanted to hear my version of it or yeah and I also like it's it's good to refresh her because I actually forgot about it when mm. I asked oh that that wasn't me <laughs> I didn't fart by the way that was I, it sounded like a chair yeah it was my drawing board I will yeah. let you know if I fart um, <laughs> but I'm I, sorry I, yeah I get I get I, what you were saying yeah I have yet to fart in my podcast <laughs> it's bound to happen it's bound to happen i'm not discussing enough yet just like know. the first time you're gonna fart in front of your uh in-laws if you ever get married oh <laughs> uh, i don't know dude that's another thing that's a conversation i don't think i'm ever gonna get married yeah yeah i don't I'm, think that's a bad thing yeah well like i'm just in a place in my life where i i'm okay with being single forever that's, and that's that actually pretty good that makes me scared because mm -hmm. I'm comfortable with being single forever. And I don't know if I'll ever find somebody I want to be with. Honestly, I think that's, a, that's the best position to be in order to find someone. Yeah. Um, 
because I was actually having this conversation with my brother the other day because uh, he went through a breakup a couple months ago um, and he was getting to a point um, where he's had some really low moments um, and I don't want to go into detail because I would need to get his permission. You told me to talk. about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he was in those moments, he was saying and talking with a lot of people who were in equally low moments in the same kind of situations. Um, and they, he was asking them, uh, what is your reason to keep on living? Um, and they were at t having those conversations with each other. Um, and Jordan came to the conclusion that he is a child of God and he wants to serve the kingdom of God and bring, spread God's love. And if he has to do that on his own, then he's okay because he knows God is going to provide all the happiness he needs as much as he wants to get married, as much as he wants to have kids, he knows he's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. um, and that was something I really struggled with when I was single for those seven years. Um, yeah. Because like, I always wanted to have a family. I uh, always wanted to have a wife, have kids. Um, and I still do. And I'm going to have a <laughs> wife. Um, and then we're hoping to have at least one kid by um, five years from now. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I'm just, I find myself just walking and holding Alexa's hand. And I'm like, wow, God gave me this. I'm very happy. But when we both met, we were both in a position where we're going to try dating again. And if it did, if this person isn't for me, then that's cool. I'm okay. And I'm good to keep going on. Um, and I think because we were both had that attitude, neither of us were really sure there were nerves, but none of us were exactly scared of losing the other and needing the other to be complete. Mm -hmm. And we just had a ton of fun. We realized we had a ton in common and we were just both content with being ourselves, not changing ourselves at all and being next to the same person. And then over time we realized like, wow, I love being me next to you. And I love you being you next to me. And I love you. Uh, Let's uh, get married. <laughs> Um, I forgot what we were talking about. You, you, uh, I was talking about, I was talking about wanting to be, had the, the fear of being, not fear, thinking I'll be single forever. Yeah. But, um, um what are your thoughts on all that? Uh, oh, well, actually I was going to say, I think, um, I think, I think I have this confidence though, because I've come to a place where I have complete confidence that I can cultivate an environment that can create like wholeness for me That's wherever great. I go. That's like, really great. I don't think I, I mean, I don't think, I don't think people who go it, get into relationships think this way, but for me, like, I don't think I need a relationship for me to find that wholeness, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and for the longest time, that's what it was like for me. Like I just wanted to be in a relationship. That was almost half of my thoughts when when i was um becoming my, in my becoming of of christian christian Dude, day i understand that was half of my thoughts all those seven years yeah i mean i mean we we used to talk about that all the time when we were yeah. in, our, in our group like that I was remember like, that. our conversations mm -hmm. uh, and 
and coming to a place of confidence where like, oh, I know how to, and it's because of our groups though. It's because of like my, the friends that I've made, like you guys, that I have that confidence now. That's like, oh, that's cause awesome. Because like, now like I can reference like, oh, Britain, you don't think you can create that. But remember like those, the small group that you had with friends, remember when you, when you said yes to those people that you like, that became like lifelong friends to you, like you can do this. Yeah. So, so a well, lot dang, of the confidence, dude. a lot of the confidence just comes from reference is like from experience. Mm-hmm. You know? And like, Brandon, if you think, if you could, if you were able to do that at the place you were in back then, like think about how you could do that now being the person you are now, like you're a completely different person five years ago mm. <laughs> or five years. Yeah. Five years from now, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. And yeah. I'm really glad that I was able to help you get to that point. Um, I think it helps me to hear when I've helped someone because like, I think low key, uh, especially, uh, guys, we tend to not care about our self worth worth mm-hmm. or think we're worthless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I have that, but I think I still have tiny strains of it lingering. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, cause go ahead. I was going to, I was just going to make a comment about toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, but go ahead. But yeah, so it's just, it's really good for me to hear that I, I was able to help you like that. Uh, so thank you. Well, dude, dude, I feel like I've said this a lot to you. Like you are such a, you're such a huge influence in my becoming. Like, oh, shucks. Yeah, for sure, bro. Like um, you were the guy that made me comfortable with just, because like when we, when we became, when we became, um, what is it? When we were classmates, because that was yeah. how we ran with each other first, like I, I had major social anxiety. And I, I remember you saying that. And and your welcoming presence really like had helped me with that. Hell yeah. So like not just like before I was being Christian, you, you were helping me, bro. But yeah. You have That's this awesome. you have this um what's this word? You have a a natural ability to create inclusiveness. That's great. And um, I really respected you for that because I am not an inclusive person. I think the word is like, I think I've read it's cause it's like one of the spiritual gifts, exhortation or something like that. Exhortation. Yeah. That's a good yeah. One. Is that what you would describe? Um, that? I mean like for a natural presence. Yes. Um, cause exhortation is just another word for encouraging like this ex- exalted encouragement or, mm. or an exalted or a blessed a blessing a blessed encouragement i found the so. definition an address or communication empathetically urging someone to do something hey do that but, thing yeah <laughs> yeah ex- exalted encouragement see i told you nice but well, like thanks, dude. you you exerb you exuberate that kind of presence i do you I... do it's your smile it's your smile <laughs> it's your it's your tone of voice it's your welcoming welcoming words thank you (laughs) your your sense of humor (laughs) um hell yeah dude okay so going back to patriarchy (laughs) oh yeah no you're good bro we both have that (laughs) hell yeah um 
Let me think here. Uh, so patriarchy, though. Um, I wanted to get into it. There was another. There was. Oh wait. Oh, never mind. I agree with all that stuff. Never mind. <laughs> I. I was so. I wanted to disagree with you to see what your response would have been. I forgot <laughs> it. So now I'm just like, well, I'm just okay now. Gosh dang it! I agree. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> Yeah, my my initial my my tactic my initial tactic was to disagree with you so I could understand your perspective. But mm. well, you did let me explain the stuff, yeah, so yeah. I think you were able to see my perspective fairly well. Yeah, but I like to go deeper. Let's go back to political theory. <laughs> okay. Um, no, um, don't go deeper. <laughs> I'm done with politics. I mean, okay. I'm kind of not, <laughs> but I kind of want to get away from it right, right now. Um, yeah. Tell me about D&D, bro. Tell me about it. Oh, so, man. Uh, How many hours do we have? <laughs> I've been, um, so I've been watching, uh, so like, I have this, I have my favorite streamers. And I've been watching, Ooh, yes. do you know Arcadium? Arcadium. He's a, he's that... a Dungeon Master streamer. Is that like Arcane Arcade or to something else? Maybe. Or the their name is yeah, Arcadium, the name, like their the stage name, is, name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of something okay. else then. Uh, no, I don't so know. So he's person. um he's like this. What are they running? Five uh, E. But he's this nice. legendary DM on Twitch right now, with like deep lore with multiple campaigns, and so like he does he that's makes great. his own campaigns. That's what that's the level he's at. He makes his. I'm trying to. He makes his too. own campaigns, and then has multiple campaigns going on, every like every week, and and then all and his campaigns like the the lore is so deep in his campaigns that they they uh, overlap all the campaigns, so like you'll see. That's awesome. That's probably his full time yeah, job. You'll see. Um, you'll see like Easter eggs of uh, another campaign, in in a campaign that you're watching. I That's know. So, cool. so I bring him up because he he has like maps. <laughs> I want to talk about his maps. <laughs> okay. Um, he, I just I just like that. Uh, I think it's roll twenty where you, like you have your maps and then you can like, um, you have your icons and then you can you use the yeah. squares to like have people show people's movements and everything. I, oh yeah, I use roll twenty. That is such a useful tool. <laughs> I know. I'm like I want that because I don't have money for I miniatures. Know, right? Shit. Is is wait? Is it free? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's a paid version of it where you get like dynamic lighting oh, and what? all that jazz. It's free. Yeah. Bro, you didn't know? I have a crappy computer. You think I could use that stuff? <laughs> Dude, yeah, you need to you need to like guest star on one of the campaigns that I'm doing with uh like everybody oh, else. I would love that. That would be um, really fun. Gosh, if I could show you my screen, I would show you uh, my like behind the DM screen. Oh, bro, stuff. I'll get on. I'll I'll get on Discord right now. Oh hell yeah, hopping on on, hopping on Discord. Don't switch device. <sighs> okay, uh, head over to the boys in the Forgotten Realms uh, server. Uh, I'm in the. I well, first I gotta make sure that I'm not gonna overlap sounds. Um, Okay. Input device, nothing. Uh, oh, I'll just input device, output device. 
Uh, I will just put the volume for input and output at like zero mm -hmm. for now. Um, had it on 134. Okay, so yeah, I'm on the uh, general Yakin screen server. And I'm going to bring up, let's see, I'm going to bring up the page that says exhortation. Okay, so give me a second to load up World 20. You're good. Um, oh, let me get you access to looking at this. Okay, I'll, I'll invite you. Uh, I'm, watch, I'm watching. Yeah, can I get an email address? I'm watching stream right now. Oh, yeah, I'll be. Um, so, yeah, let me show you the maps that I've been using. Um, oh, my gosh. The guys are in a bit of a crazy combat right now. They were trying to escape. So they got arrested. Uh-huh. And uh, Isaac's character named Mouser was uh, one of the lords in the town they were in. They were in the town called Rasawanda. Um, this takes place in the Forgotten yeah, Realms. This is what I was talking were. about, bro. What? You have the maps? I need maps, yeah. man. I need. Look at this big ass bro, combat. This okay. This makes me want to DM again. But I'm right now. Can I show you something that will make you angry? Okay, I'm sorry for interrupting. But this is Xana's character, Halkion. Uh, and I know it looks like it's spelled Halcyon, but it, she, uh, she goes Halkeon. by... The character goes okay. by Halkion. Um, so it's got all the stats. Hey, I tell Halkion, I need you to roll a uh, medicine check to make sure that you can stabilize someone. Click. Boom. There's the roll. It does all the math. <laughs> and it rolls two because if you get advantage or disadvantage, you just take it. But main people just focus on the left yeah, number. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, oh, hey, I want to see all of the different things I can do. Hey, at level 5, I can do Wait, an extra so attack. Wait, so this is free? And it... Yeah, oh my this is gosh. Well, we use we D&D use &D and Beyond, so it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, hey, but it doesn't have a map. <laughs> but it doesn't have a map, exactly. So I'm going to use Roll20 for the map. Yeah. See, it rolled, and then I clicked Trident, and then it shows how much damage mm -hmm. it did. Boom. 15, sure, that hits. You deal 10, uh, eight, excuse me, 8 piercing damage. Nice. Look at that shit. And this is free, bro. Yeah, my, my mm -hmm. guy, we, we never, okay, I'm going to definitely, my next campaign, I'm definitely going to be using because I have a laptop for it now. My... My laptop, nice. my dude, my, my previous laptop was so crap. I still have it on me. And I have not, I'm not like, I moved to New York seven weeks ago and I have not taken it out of my backpack yet. My old laptop. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to do with it. But yeah. That's hilarious. Okay. Oh, so go ahead. Oh, I was just fixing something on oh, Zanis' okay. character sheet. Um, but I'm sorry, what were we what I was were gonna we say, saying? So my, so I actually, I want to, so I have two things, three things, three things. I have three things. Um, my, so my, I want to wait, four things. I have four things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my brother, uh, me and my brothers want to do a campaign. Um, and I, we, we, I mean, I know you're doing, I know you're DMing already, but yeah. Uh, well, actually, we might not end up doing that. Um, but would you consider DMing another campaign? 
you know, as much as I want to, I think I because I'm already DMing a, a second right. campaign. Oh, wait. I'm DMing two right two now. Campaign? Okay. Yeah, I'm doing uh, Curse of Strahd with uh, Alexa, her sister, and then uh, two of oh, my friends. Okay, okay, never mind then. Because yeah, I would, I totally would, but okay, yeah. So or, two, you, and I'm going to okay. be starting semester Here's the soon. Thing. Do you want to be a player then in, in a DM campaign, dude? Dude, <laughs> I think I think the answer okay, is so yes. Go ahead. I've, I've been playing D and D since 2017. <laughs> Um, fifth edition, and then I've been doing tabletop RPGs since mm -hmm. 2013. But I have never, I've only ever DM'd fifth edition. Uh, I've never played it. Okay, so this is this is my proposal to you. All right, Josh. Yes, I'm listening. Um, I was talking to Zana, and I wanted to do a one shot stream, like weekly, weekly, yeah. or like every other month or every month. So one one-shot okay. stream a month, and then me and Xana will do our own thing from that too. So it's a one-shot every every stream where we do just, just a one-shot, one shot. like a three-hour one-shot for that stream. Okay, I've got like seven characters right. on or, backup. So, so here's, the, here's the proposal, uh, or not the proposal, but here's the thing, like the one in the one-shot, you just like, you finish that one-shot and then you can, you can re recycle that character for the next Oh, next sweet! For the next one. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So there's that, and then on top of that, I feel I feel like it would be really cool for us to recycle, like cycle through DMs. So every one shot is a new mm. DM, and then we just like we have a rotation of of DMing. And and if it was if it was one month, it was, it was like once a month, then that that gives you like one one whole month to like figure out what the one shot's gonna be, anyways. Right. Totally. So if yeah. it's me, you, Isaac, and Brandon, we have a rotation going. I would be so damn into right? that, dude. Uh, and okay, so okay, okay, Josh, <laughs> I really want. To... Do you see these four? Do I'm I sorry. Go four, ahead. I see the four. What? The four. Do you see these four characters okay, right sure. here? Yeah, I see them. These are already developed. I mean, I have, don't have notes there, but I have notes on my phone. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of stuff. I've got four characters ready to go, mm -hmm. basically. Um, but I'm sorry, what uh, were you saying? Um, okay, so <laughs> so with the so that that's something I want I really really love to do. So my friend, oh my gosh, this is something we should do. We should totally do this. We should totally do this. Because I had a friend where yes. um, he had the idea where it would be really cool for like veteran players to like rotate um rotate dms so that way you would you would have like um you would it would be changing the um the stories would be changing or like the it would just like create this flow of of changeability and adaptability and flexible and adaptability in in the uh, in in the playing the role playing i guess absolutely so i think that's a great I idea i know i just thought of it like <laughs> today <laughs> just now and i would i would love that idea i love that idea i'm so down when would you want to do the first um, one i don't know and who would be dming the first i'm one? down i'm down for dming the first one i don't really care okay um, cool uh by the way if you're looking to find one shots there's a ton of them on the dms okay. guild. have you been um, there before no i haven't 
but I'll totally let me take you for DM a ride. Skilled. DMSkilled.com. It's a bunch of homebrew content that you can buy or get for free. Um, like, let me show you the ones that I've bought. Login. Uh, I believe it was with Facebook. Oh, yes. Okay, so I've bought... Okay, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? All titles. I got a one shot that I'm actually going to be running for a couple of my school friends before semester begins. Um, I have an extended version of the Wild Magics table. Um, I have extended encounters in case I ever want to run uh, a Baldur's Gate Ascendant to Avernus. Um, there's Matt Mercer's updated Blood Hunter class, even though that's on. This was before it was on D and D Beyond. There is a subclass of war of excuse me wizard that I want to play, uh, what focuses on cryomancy. And then there was a subclass that Xana played for a little bit that was totally <laughs> duck, uh, the barbarian that was from Critical. Okay, nice. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, there's all sorts of shit. All right, I'll look up and and what? Uh. But yeah, like this this one right here, uh, it's like a three to four hour um, one shot that's meant for like first level okay. players. They have stuff this specific. Nice. Uh, so if you if you don't have time to ever write you one, then that up. there yeah. you go. I know. I, so mm -hmm. I remember my first time DMing. I read um, the Fandalar. I read the Fandalar pamphlet. Fandalar. Yeah, I read that like in three hours. The first the first episode. And and that's all I needed. I just needed those first three three hours of reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fandolin's pretty yeah. easy. Uh, what's hard though is just like the prep work for it. It's like mm -hmm. trying to figure out or just like preparing yourself for like um, just whatever happens, kind of stuff like that. Yeah, these are all my different folders. If you're still looking at my mm -hmm. screen, like this is for the campaign that I'm building which actually I'm building a campaign that's going to be based off of NorCal and all the Native American tribes that uh, inhabit it. Um, and I've got like a whole section for magic items that I've homebrewed, uh, player character notes about uh, like, this is me tracking everyone's renown. This is for the other campaign. This is me taking notes about a player. Um, and then I have specific notes for NPCs um like where is oh yeah here was a guy who died last night like i had a just a bunch of little notes about him um uh, and i just try to especially when i'm in the game i have a physical notebook that i use uh and i just try to take as many notes as possible um but for prep work yeah i just brainstorm a bunch of things in my head and then try to get them down onto uh, the Google Drive as fast as I'm, ab I'm able to, so I don't nice. forget it. Um, so yeah, folders, Google Drive, I highly recommend I, if I you're already down for uh, digital oh, dude, copies. We should, we should. Um, so for the one shots, we should have a like a Google Drive. We should have a, like a, a shared Google yeah. Drive where we all share our one shot idea. I'm down for that, and then like whoever's DMing can get access to all the info about the players that's mm -hmm. necessary for exactly. the one shot. So. In case there's a one shot that's based off of someone's backstory, I'll, 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 I'll like organize it and everything too for you guys. Like, because I I actually want to make this happen. So, 
Me too. Uh, and, I, and I love organizing things, anyways. So we'll 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 get we'll we'll get things we'll get things started. Give me like. Especially because I have been waiting for so many years to be a player in Bro, this game. I I am on the same boat. I've been DMing for two years. So since so I'm only a year behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I know, know how it is. is. But I find so like I finally started. I started. Uh, I started as a player in two campaigns. I was so happy about it, bro. I have one. Wait, was your first experience with Five E uh, when it was my going away party? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I forgot about that. So I did. I have been. I have mm-hmm. been a player before. Ah, see. <laughs> but that was like a one shot. That was like a a one hour. That was a one shot. One hour. It was not the full experience, Josh. It was a yeah, demo. especially because so Bailey we- was a five hundred pound, yeah, yeah. <laughs> five foot turtle. That was based off of Bowser <laughs> Jr. And he disguised himself because uh, he was an illusion oh, wizard. Uh, he disguised himself as a boulder, <laughs> but he couldn't disguise his hands and feet. So he made his hands, feet, arms, and head all different <laughs> size boulders. And then he had Isaac, who was basically an old man uh, with like a Jewish accent. And <laughs> I think he played as a yeah. goblin, which... Don't make the connections that goblin equals Jewish person because that's not true. Um, and he hit people with a croquet yeah, mallet. But and then you had your guy who was super serious. <laughs> it was a one shot. Yeah. So, but really though, you kind of you kind of gave me a teaser, so I got a taste of it, and I didn't get a taste of it for for two years. So, nope. So, nope. <laughs> what's what's worse, having the taste of the forbidden fruit or not having the taste of the forbidden fruit? Not. Probably having the taste. Uh, <laughs> so I know you're paying. Okay, anyways. Um, so I, I love my characters, though. I'm One character is just super talkative and doesn't know how to show, shut up. And, and these are your characters you're eventually no, going to play, these right? Are the, these are the characters I'm playing right now in a campaign because I finally got into a campaign. Ooh. Yeah, and so one of the characters is like super talkative, doesn't know how to shut up, um, super sneaky rogue type guy, but he's not a rogue. He's a bard cleric. <laughs> he, but he worships the trickery, the trickery god. I was gonna say that sounds like trickster, trickster domain, domain, bro. So, uh, super, super sneaky boy, <laughs> and and That's super cool. sneaky boy that talks a lot. So, so think about how those things go work <laughs> together. Uh, okay, so we're trying to get over here, and then I'm trying to get. Okay, uh, uh, and I'm then, gonna take this pebble, and I'm gonna throw it. Ding! See, I threw it, and now I gotta get over here. Come on, barrel roll. Then, <clears throat> yeah, okay. And then it. I have another character. You should tell me about your characters that you're you're brewing too. And then uh, I have another character that I'm playing. That's the exact. Well, it's not the exact opposite, but he's lawful good. So okay. so my so the uh, the bard the bard cleric is chaotic neutral. One is, okay. is lawful good. He's a, That's he's a hermit. He's a hermit that only talks to animals. So he doesn't talk. <laughs> he, he doesn't talk at all to anybody else unless it's through message, like the cantrip. Is he a druid or he's a, a ranger? Druid. He's a druid. What circle? Um, shepherd circle. Ooh, that's know, a fun one. So, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm definitely. I always play support characters when I like when I when I'm <laughs> role playing. Because I think it's more fun nice. to like, hey, I'm I'm carrying you by supporting you. Like, how ironic is that? <laughs> Dude, even in acting, being a supporting character is usually more fun than being yeah. the protagonist. I mean, like, role. think of Alexander Hamilton, or think of Hamilton, right? 
Eric? Oh my gosh, I would love to play King I, James. Eric, King James. I mean, yes, King George. yes, you would make a perfect King George. <laughs> I could just imagine it. That would be so damn fun. <laughs> oh, man. but And the song is in my range, yeah, too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it is. Um, my dream, my, I, my, my dreams, it's, just, it's a dream, but I would love to play Aaron Burr. That would be, that would be the amazing dream. Ooh. Or George Washington, but I don't think I can sing like George Washington. You would have to hit those yeah. higher notes. You're a baritone? I'm a, I'm a tenor, actually. Oh, then there yeah. you go. But I don't have a lot of practice with with my mm. tenor voice so I'll, I'll like i'll naturally just go to a baritone because it's easier as a tenor <laughs> yeah <sighs> excuse me i'm a little tired no, um but yeah i know when i'm trying to because i sang bass all in high school yeah. and yeah. now i've just i've come to the fact that i'm a baritone okay. um and then since then i've just been working on my higher tenor range just as much mm -hmm. as possible um just pushing it ever so slightly without hurting mm -hmm. myself. Because when it's when I'm hurting myself, that's when I'm dam damaging my vocal yeah, cords. Yeah, I've damaged my vocal cords. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know I've done that after DM. Well, I go session. to too many concerts. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I, I understand. I love live music too much. <laughs> I completely and I also, get it. I also went to a, through a phase where I got into metal music. So there's that. Oh, did you do mosh I went pits? to mosh pits, bro. They're so fun. Me too, They're so dude. Fun. <laughs> I went to a Christian metal mosh pits, so it might be a little different. No, I went to a, okay, well, I went to a Christian metal like metal band concert. Yeah, but it, it wasn't it wasn't Christian. <laughs> you know, like mosh pit wasn't Christian. okay. That's cool. that's cool is, though. Like, like the band is Christian, and I love this. I love that band so much. Um, Silent Planet. I Bro, well, they're very like, they're they're <laughs> popular because of their like lyrics. Not much more of their like their their music. Their I, music okay. hits people more than like their no, sorry, their lyrics hit people more than their music does. Right, because typically, I mean, hey, that's what makes a lot yeah, of rap. Like, because like typically metal, like what makes metal good is the is the acoustics and the instrumentals. And the sound, yeah. Not much of the, the lyrics. People don't typically dive into the lyrics, but that's why I got into metal because of the lyrics. So that's yeah. cool, dude. I'll have to check them out. Silent Planet, man. Yeah. Um, were you still wanting to hear some of uh, yeah, my characters? I'm actually or no? going to segue that way. So tell me about your character. All right. So I got one that I definitely want to play no matter what. Uh, I It was a. Um, tiefling wizard um now did you hear about how tieflings have uh new sub races as of i believe it was the end of yeah, 2018 I, had a, or 2019? I actually my my last campaign i had a tiefling sub race which one did I've, they pick uh, the one with wings <laughs> oh oh gosh i don't remember which it is but i yeah i know what which, which one yeah you're talking that was about. annoying uh, <laughs> <laughs> get down I here mean, no there's so many times where I'm like you're in a boss fight and i want this boss to like rip your wings off so bad <laughs> <laughs> i mean hey if you ever use the injury table when you're dming then that's a possibility yeah um but yeah i may this one would be uh i kind of want to use the unearthed arcana version of the tiefling sub races 
for this. Uh, but so te technically, if it was like legit content that's uh, balanced, it would be the Lavistus Tiefling, which is the one that's uh, ice focused and like based off of like uh, Lavistus, the icy archdevil. Uh -huh. um, but the UA version is just like one that's been based off of a uh, not ice archdevil. Uh, just a, the regular bug-looking ice devil. And I forget what they're called. I think they're just called ice tieflings. But they get, like, resistance to cold damage. Oh, nice. And they get, um, like, cantrips that are focused on ice. And then, I don't know if you saw in the DMs Guild, there was that school of cryomancy. And that would be the um, subclass I would want to take and just, like, just focus on cryomancy and the control and the... Um, just the damage as well and just different ways to use it. Um, and I was going to have this guy be an ice sculptor from a backstory, <laughs> uh, kind of falling upset that he's fallen into so many stereotypes and then just trying to venture forth and get inspiration on how to be a better artist. Nice. Um, do you want to say one of your characters before no, I go into no, I one of mine? To. Um, but you, you typically go through like ice. Ice is a very common theme for you. I was just wondering. Hell yeah. I like ice. <laughs> Not the organization, I'll tell you that. But yeah, I don't know. I I'm I like the cold over the heat. Mm -hmm. And when Jordan and I uh, were growing up, he like my parent my mom had him more as like, have you ever seen a year without a Santa Claus? One of the Rankin Bass uh stop motion no, I shorts. Um well it was the same people who made like Rudolph and uh uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, but yeah, there were two people called uh, Heat Miser and then Snow Miser. And then my mom would always say, oh, Jordan's Heat Miser and then Josh is Snow Miser. And I was like, yes, I am Snow Miser. Oh, actually, and no, then, I do remember that. I did, I did watch that. <laughs> you know, because it was like, I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I'm Mr. Yeah. Sun. Does that oh, well, I remember built? the Snow Miser and the Heat Miser. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long time ago, uh, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, yeah. And then I just started being like, you know what? Ice is pretty good. <laughs> I, I like it. ice. It's cool. Uh, even to the point where my background, all of my screensavers on my laptop are all related to ice. Um, do you want to hear about the other three characters? One or? more. How much time do we have? I don't care how much time we have, but I want to hear one more. Nice. One more. Okay. Then I will give you the next one that's developed the most. Um, that's Portia Veronin. Um, that is a Hobgoblin Bloodhunter. Uh -huh. um, and um, I was going to have him go with the subclass of in... How familiar are you with the Bloodhunter? I'm not familiar. Okay, so it's from Critical Role, which... If you haven't watched it already, you need to watch because it makes you not only a better DM, but a better player. Yeah. Um, and especially in the realm of RP, it, it's just so damn good. Uh, start with campaign one and then go into campaign two. Randy is almost done with campaign one and he's cried multiple times. I, just like yeah, I I, for me, with the with critical role, because I, like, I got into it, but I, I can't, yeah, oh, really? but I can't. I can't do the investment because I'm too much of like a, of an intellectual. And so like, what the? I, I just want to, I don't want to spend my podcast time with critical role. I'd rather spend my podcast time. With, I get that. You know, intellectual stuff. 
I completely understand. Yeah. Because it is a lot of yeah, content. Exactly. So my um, I, I like to reserve my podcast listening to like, you know, Bible studies and and philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally fine, dude. Um but yeah, so Matt Matt's Blood Hunter class is uh it is a warrior that uh, takes damage in order to do certain magical abilities. Um, and one of the subclasses, well, it's focusing on as where, where a, a ranger is more like a hunter and a tracker of like just everyday uh, beings or like beasts and celestials and all sorts of things. Okay. Um, the blood hunter focuses on like demon hunting, um, abyssal hunt, undead yeah. hunting, um, he sounds like a super serious character. And it's, it was inspired by the Witcher. Oh, um, what else? Heavily inspired by the Dante's Witcher. Dante's Inferno. Inspired, I think Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, Dante's Inferno. Don't make cry. Um, <laughs> nah, you're, that's actually not, uh, Don't Make Cry doesn't exactly work for that, but uh, you're getting the <laughs> yeah, right yeah. idea. Um, and so, like, there's a subclass that focuses on alchemy. There's one that, uh, in mutations, there's one that focuses on, like, being, uh, like, tracking down ghosts and somewhat becoming a ghost yourself. Uh, there's one that focuses on, basically, you become a half-caster and take a warlock patron. Um, and then the fourth one that's out there at the moment, because um, I'm still waiting for more to come out, is uh, Order of the Lycan uh -huh. that focuses on you're basically any type of lycanthrope you can think of uh -huh. in the game and you have certain abilities that help you control that um, and certain rules that override the lycanthrope, uh, lycanthropy rules in the monster uh -huh. manual. Um, and so I was going to have uh, Portia be... Uh, this is a guy by the way, even though his name is Portia. Um, I was going to have him be a were-raven. Okay. Um, cause I thought that was pretty cool. And, uh, where, wait, yeah, like, Raven? Raven yes. or, or the dragon Drake creature? R-A-V-E-N. Okay. That, that's actually really cool. It's like a... Yeah, they're from Curse of Strahd. It's a taller, taller version of the crow race. Uh, in a sense, but it can actually yeah. fly. Um, here, let me try to find a picture of one. I actually you. was thinking about, um making a crow race character oh the yeah, kenku? kenku the kenku are hilarious yeah, that's why i wanted to do it <laughs> and you can uh, only speak in mimicry um i think this yeah this is what a were raven kind of looks that's like cool yeah so they're a blend of kenku and aarakocra but also a lycanthrope oh, i like that oh, no, no. um a, a lycanthrope go ahead yeah uh and just like the backstory that I have currently developed is like he was from Hopgoblin Society, which is very uh, military focused. Um, and he was only he was a good soldier, but just just good and never like a great soldier. And he kept trying to find ways to make himself a better soldier. Uh, and especially because the military base that he was living with his family uh, kept getting hit by a lot of uh, demon and, and undead and so he tried to look into ways to 
learn more about them. And that's how we found um, the concoction needed in order to uh, become a blood hunter. And when he took it, um, his like crimson red skin turned like into a pale pink and he was like bloodshot and he lost all his mm -hmm. hair. And like people thought when he started like being like, Hey, I'm a good soldier now because he was actually becoming a much better warrior. Uh, people thought he was a demon himself and they shunned him out of the, they exiled him instead of killing him. Um, and that's all I got with the backstory so far for that guy. Dang. Like, that's um, a lot. <laughs> I love yeah, it. I think about this stuff. Well, a lot. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. There's so many things I want to do now. I want to do the production now for the, for the, for the one shots. I'll, I'll do the production, bro. I, I'll, I'll yeah. do the production, set it all up, get everybody in it, do the stream. And yeah. Cause the, this, this has got to make the writer in you super bro. excited, huh? I mean, I well, would I mean, think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Super excited. I'm super excited. It makes me like want to, it makes me want to like, it makes me want to focus on this only and like make, make <laughs> it my career, you know, like, I mean, you could, I, people I do want, it. I would love that. I would love, I would love to be a full-time streamer when I say that, when I yeah. say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. Cause like my heart, but it's possible. My heart is called to ministry, like mission, mission ministry, you know? Yeah. Uh, is there a way to combine I both? Know, I mean, there is, it's just, I would probably be single for the rest of my life. Not necessarily. Yeah, dude. you're right. You're right. I play I play D and D with Alexa, and yeah, she's her character is actually pretty cool. Is a, is a, wait, so how did you meet Alexa? Uh, okay, so oh, work. Um, it was work. Right? I had just technically no. Um, I had just gotten out of a depression, and I was um, like in a spot where I was uh, complete with myself and loving God and loving life. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to start dating again. I told myself um, before I got, before in the previous relationship, I was like, okay, if for some reason this relationship doesn't work out, I'm going to try online dating. And so that relationship didn't work out. And I was like, okay, I told myself I try online dating. I'm going to do it. Uh, the first one I thought of was Tinder. And I was like, okay, I know Tinder is like kind of the hookup one. So I got to be careful here. Uh, so I get, I wrote, like, I made myself a very, I think wholesome is the right word. Wholesome profile. Uh, I was just like, hi, I'm Josh. I like this, this, and this. I'm not looking for hookups. <laughs> and, uh, Christian, blah, blah. And, uh, like I even filled out, there's a part of it where you can share like favorite music and stuff like that. And I picked uh, a Wolfpack song. Um, and it was just really upbeat and fun. And uh, I was just day one, just swiping through. I was swiping left a lot because there were a lot of people just either with no bio, which I was like, oh, don't trust that. Um, or just like they were just looking for hookups or I was what I was looking for was someone that mentioned they were Christian <laughs> and seemed like a uh, like fun person. And on day one, I came across Alexa's profile and she it was, she was talking, saying like, Oh, I don't know what I'm writing here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Alexa, blah, blah, blah. And she mentioned she was a Christian and a nerd. And I'm like, okay, I need to talk to this person. And then I also saw she also worked at Disneyland. Oh. And so that was, was like, hey, you work at Disneyland too. What department do you work in? 
And um, so that's how we started talking. And a week later, my app was deleted. Oh, snap. Because uh, I went on the first date with her and it was great. And yeah, I deleted it right after. Uh, and so, yeah, day one of having Tinder, I found my fiance, which would, it pisses off a lot of my friends to hear that because I've had friends who have been on Tinder for years <laughs> and they were never able to find like so good. And I'm like, yeah, I was on it. And then like uh, a couple hours later, I met my fiance. Feels bad. <laughs> uh, and they're like, you <laughs> feels bad, bro. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't hear that story. I'm glad I heard it. Yeah. Cause most people are like, Oh, you met at Disneyland. That's cute. Nah. I'm like, you think that's cute. <laughs> no, nah, it was just by coincidence was, a. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was over in California adventure and she was in uh, uh main street. So I never saw her. Um, yeah. Well, like, okay. So, so my, um, my thing, when, so this, this came up because of like me thinking I'm going to be single because, um, so my reasoning is because I'll basically have, I'll basically be doing two careers, right? Ooh. So like if I was to do streaming and then also doing missionary work, I'd be having two, I'd be living my life with two careers yeah that's right. a lot of so work that's why i said that like maybe i'll find somebody though mm-hmm. i could i could still find somebody while being a missionary yeah totally and there's a way there are ways to balance both without having to be like i know for when i'm like planning D sessions and writing stuff um i i have general outlines of where i think the the storyline's gonna go and then I flush it out as I go along, like prepare maybe for one or two sessions ahead because I don't know how long they're mm-hmm. going to take. Um, and then whenever I have free time, I just like start, not like every time I have free time because I can't do D&D 24 right. seven, although it kind of seems to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I just fill it out when I have the chance and when I'm feeling inspired. Yeah. And um, I imagine that streaming would give a bit of uh, precedent to it and give bit of urgency but as long as you just um schedule things out and try to keep the anxiety of doing it all minimal i think it's possible even while being in a relationship mm-hmm. yeah we'll see i'm like i'm a, i'm like a very straight and narrow person though too like i don't like juggling things i get so. that i totally <laughs> get that so I mean, maybe, maybe after like I get the, if I was to do the two careers, if I got the two careers like down to a T where like change it, when change happens and I have to juggle things, it doesn't feel like I'm juggling. It just feels like I'm doing my career, um, nice. living my career. I mean, and so like by that time I'll, I'll find something, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So yeah. that was, that was one question out of the four that I wanted to ask you. Uh, okay. Uh, after the four questions, I think I need to go do okay. dishes. Yeah. So no. there's no time rush, but uh, I would like to try to get no, on for the sure. dishes. That, before I was, I was, o'clock. I was probably thinking the same thing. Um, cool. So, and there, these, these next questions are going to be really quick. They, they should be really quick. Okay. Oh wait, no I forgot sweat. what my fourth question was though. So my, <laughs> <laughs> my three, we'll find out. We'll see. 
We'll find out. Uh, or maybe I did. Maybe I already asked two questions. I didn't even think I did. Okay. Anyways. So then the second, third question is um, I want to start a Minecraft server where I finish the game with the, gr with the group. So like me, mm -hmm. you, Randy, Isaac, Zana, uh, Brandon, and maybe Caitlin if she joins in. Um, and then I also want to invite my brother in it too, where our goal is to legitimately beat the game. I, how do you play? Like, are we talking survival, survival mode, mode survival or? Yeah. Ah, I've, I've only played survival mode once and I think I died. <laughs> exactly. I always did free but build. See, but, but okay, well, I mean, I, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it, but I, I'm presenting you. Okay, no, I'm down. Cool. I don't that, have it though. My, neither do I. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to, if you want to play with us, you have to buy the game. Um, right. Or I'll buy the game. I could probably buy it in uh, two weeks when I get uh, some Perfect, money. because in two weeks is probably when I'll start, when I'll start streaming and I, when I want to start the server. Because, yeah. Nice. Just a heads up, I do start uh, school. I think I've got three semesters left okay. of until I get my bachelor's. Uh, going on, this is year. I think this is years. Are you are you doing eight time? or seven of college? Are you doing huh? part time classes or something? I'm doing nine units. Okay. Um, just because, like, when it gets to 12, I get super. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. And then I transferred twice and all that jazz. So it's taken a long time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm still on it. I mean, it. it makes sense because, like, you're also working and you're like, you want a social life and you have financial, like, financial things to juggle. Like, you're doing a lot to juggle with. So I can. I'm actually a full time you're, student. You're, wait, nine units is full time? No, oh, okay. it's not. But it is too much because, <laughs> like, I'm just trying to learn as much as possible and get quality work for future portfolios. Yeah, well, I, I make those statements because, like, when I was a full time student, I was literally I was literally just a, a full time student with like with um, like a part time job that I only did like two hours a week. So that's pretty yeah. nice. So like, I was I was I was I was overwhelmed with the full time with the, being a full time student, like having 18 units. Mm -hmm. So like. Oh shit! I've never done that much, bro. It was so bad. Okay, so my my second to last semester, bro, I I was taking four four senior level classes as an <gasps> English major, okay, and and that means so That's so much writing, so much writing. <laughs> and so much reading. Okay, so uh, so a, a senior level class, how a senior level class, Josh. One senior level class, on average, requires you to read at least six books. At the least. And I took four of them okay. in one semester. Okay? Okay? Uh, okay? How, how did you do I this? I don't know. I don't know how I did it. By the grace of God. Oh, gosh. You're still oh, alive. Oh, oh, dude, I... <laughs> I'm, I'm literally crying. Just flashbacks of how stressful it was. <laughs> if, if, it wasn't for, if it wasn't for that semester, I would have had a 3.5 GPA graduate. That's... I, wow. I finished that semester with a 2.6. Hell yeah, dude. Oh. You passed. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it was so... C's get degrees. <laughs> and, and, oh, gosh. 
Okay, anyways, so awesome, perfect. Server, so you're down for this. Question one complete. <laughs> Question two. Question two. Okay, and then in two years, in two years, I want to do um I want to do a trip with the guys. And and Ooh. so me, Zana, um, Alexa, um, Randy, and I well, I invited Brandon, but he's probably not gonna be able to because you know he has kids. But I want to travel with yeah. you guys to Tokyo. Whoa. So Xana, Isaac, and Dang. Randy are down already. This is a this is a two year trip. So like you have a lot of time to like you know, save the money and stuff. But like if that's something you want to do. It it is. I'm also trying to save money for a wedding that and is honeymoon true. as well. When are you? Yeah. When are you getting married next year? We're shooting for October fifteenth, twenty twenty one, and I haven't set out any um, invites yet because one, we haven't secured a venue just because the pandemic has been so crazy, yeah. and then people are getting their weddings backed up a year, and so even though we're not even a year more than a year away from our prospective wedding day, those spots could be all taken. Uh, and then people aren't doing virtual tours and all that jazz. It's, it's just been a craziness. Um, so tentatively, it is October 15th, 2021. Okay, awesome. Um, so, yeah, we, I mean, if it happens, it happens. But that was an invite. That's an invite I'm extending to you because I want you to be there. And Oh, I do, um, too. But we'll gonna, try. So we, we, we are tentatively planning 2022 um christmas break Ooh, yeah that'd be fun so yeah let me know i just wanted to i wanted to extend the invitation to you because you're one of the boys and um, i haven't asked bailey yet and i'm gonna when i get him on the podcast i'm definitely gonna ask him i invited i gotta i gotta subscribe so i can uh listen to the bailey (laughs) episode yeah Yeah, listen to all Listen to the the Randy the Isaac episode is probably like one of my favorite episodes, and and then the episode okay. after Isaac was probably my like my most was the most um, like shape, shaping one because it's my with my friend Kaylee and she like she shared something so um, jarring about me that I'm like I need to like reflect on that. <laughs> Dang, uh, but yeah. And it's on all platforms like Spotify, Apple Pro. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna. It's on Spotify. If you do, you follow okay. me on Instagram. I think so. I'm, I I haven't been on Instagram that oh, okay. much lately. Yeah, I use I mainly use Instagram as like my primary social media. Um, gotcha. I will stay on that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna post the video on Facebook, sharing all the links to my podcast. Um, nice. And then. Um, the third question wait no no that was those were all the questions there was oh that's it there was a fourth question but i forgot what it is so we'll just like let it be okay um but i'll then thanks for being on my podcast bro this was really fun we have to do this again it's been a lot of fun man totally I am down. Oh, Josh because we have, we still gotta get we gotta we gotta dig into politics. We gotta dig into politics <laughs> and theology. Oh. Theology in politics. That's also why I'm into politics because yeah. I love I love interpreting theology in politics. I, that's why I love. That's why I love mm-hmm. political theory, bro. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it is absolutely necessary that everyone does that. Um, so that way you're not just following lo- a political party instead of yeah. God. Um, so when you, uh, when you listen to mine and Brandon's podcast, just, uh, just, <laughs> just know it's, it's, it's in the desire for political or not political, political theology. I guess that would be, that'd be a really good word. I'm, I'm using. Did you guys already do we, your episode? We did our, yeah. He's like the third person I talked to. No, he's the second person I talked to. He's, he's episode two. So Nice. Yeah, that's what we'll, we'll be getting into a lot of political theology. I'm, I am taking that name. I, I made that name up. Okay, political theology. All right. Coined, Coined by, by Brandon Cervania. Copyright 2020. <laughs> All right, bro. Hey, I want to let you know I love you a lot. Hey, love you okay. too, man. Go, go do your dishes. <laughs> I will. I will do the dishes. there you have it thank you guys so much for finishing through this podcast this is i know they're long but i hope you enjoy us just enjoy us um and (laughs) that's that's it i i just want you to enjoy us being us um and this is the haya podcast i'm your host brady thank you for tuning in